the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit, LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60% less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan, and it's Ken's Day with Ken Kington. Yes, it is. Ken's Day. I love Ken's Day. <laughs> And Rick's not here. It's He's minus not, Rick so today. just Ken and Dan, or Dan and Ken, or whatever you do there. So, But I don't even have a bell, but I'm excited. Oh, you know what? Here, you can use my bell. You, right. you could ring my bell, as the song says. <laughs> so where is Rick? Tell everybody where Rick, Rick is. Rick is uh, taking one of the kids to the doctor, oh, some okay. doctor appointment today. So, And All right. apparently 11.45 was the only time that they would uh, see him. So, All right. Yeah. Well, well thank you. you. You know, it's not like anybody works around here. but uh, Exactly. Thank you so much. Well, I hope he's doing great and I hope his son's okay. But man, it fell on a perfect day, so we get, uh, we get to hang out. I know. So what's been going on with you lately in the Ken Kington world? Oh my gosh. Uh, everything. We, uh, we're, we're about to graduate our second one from high school yeah. uh, graham just finished his first year of college kennedy just finished her play that she helped write we saw that last night she helped write a play yeah well it was part of her her class okay and they had to write it during the semester and then they had to perform it so they did it wow. last night. so yeah it was really that's cool. amazing yeah good for it her really, it really was uh and i learned a little bit from that and then uh uh our our foster son Doc's doing great. And yeah, I can tell you his initials. We yes, yeah, so we took his actual initials and added Kington to the end, so it's D O K. So we just call him Doc. Doc, I like that. everybody in our house has a nickname. <laughs> so Doc is uh, Doc is doing great, and That's uh, awesome. Heather's doing great. She's playing tennis and wrapping up her year. She's starting to make her summer plans as mm. teachers do and all the teachers out there are counting down the hours at this point it's no oh, she's not day. excited about summer coming along at all is she <sighs> really really <laughs> much more muy macho and don't tell her i said this but she basically makes all these grand plans yeah. and at the end of the summer if there's a checklist of 20 she's got like one and a half done because she's just like <laughs> the idea of freedom and yeah. then just like yeah i don't feel like that today yeah. so it's oh. great. They deserve the break. Yes, they How do. How about you? What have you guys been up to? Well, uh, there's been graduations. We had uh, a graduation at uh, KSU last week for Bethany. Okay. Yeah, and that took forever because, you know, there's a bajillion people that walk I was about to say, state. how many do they do? Do they do it by schools or do they just do them all? They they divide it up over two days, and I think there's two ceremonies each day. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. And just even in hers, there had to have been easily 800 kids oh. that walked across the stage. And so, you know, oh. you're sitting there forever waiting for your kid, especially when you're an R. It takes a while to get down there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that took quite a while. And uh, and the speaker that they had there, you know, they've always got a speaker at these right. things. Bless his heart. He, he just was not the most exciting guy in the world. And so I think half the kids fell asleep while he was speaking he had a great great message and he's a he's a great guy he was a, a, a he was in the in iraq and he graduated from ksu and now he's about to become a medical doctor but i'm telling you what he was just a snoozer yeah so what, I, I don't I've, know what you do with that well <laughs> i've been asked to do a couple baccalaureate or baccalaureates and a couple graduations and uh the the rule of thumb is be uh practically profound and and 
basically brief. Just, <laughs> okay. I mean, you cannot be too brief. Yeah, and you're just right. Go, hey, I'm going to share with you two really big deals you need to know coming out of here, and then. Okay, let's get on with this. That and, would have uh, been awesome had it been. And again, I, I felt sorry because he I, he was very nervous. You could tell. I don't think he'd spoken in front of a crowd a before. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was it was really kind of kind of dull. So hopefully, yeah. um, the next graduation is coming up next week for Kaylee, and uh, she's graduating from from Harrison High School. Harrison, yeah. Nice. So th- there you go. And again, we're going to have another what I don't know, probably five hundred kids in her kids, uh, yeah. in her graduating class. <laughs> Well, there's another one where we have to wait through, but uh, oh well. Well, she's she's a doll. And then beyond that, you've got how many months now? Like five, four months to plan for yeah, a wedding. I think she. Uh, it's in uh, yeah, about four months to plan for the wedding here. So it's in September. In September, September twenty third. No so, way. Yeah, that's my birthday. That's your birthday. I. You should come celebrate your birthday I, at the wedding. I will do that. <laughs> I, I will do the wedding on my birthday. That would be awesome. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be great. Actually, that would be very. <laughs> that's hilarious. So she's getting married on on, on the twenty third. Yeah, I will not forget her wedding this year well that's good <laughs> her anniversary <laughs> will always be etched which is really cool because my my wife and i got married on my grandmother's birthday yeah so it was just like a, i remember her wow birthday now. that's awesome so you'll always remember you can wish her happy anniversary absolutely that's so good so then uh then you guys will we'll have to do this after the break but right we'll, we'll talk about mother's day and the uh i've got a a amazingly wonderful epic failure oh of, no uh, of a f- <laughs> Oh of a Mother's God. Day for for you guys this no, year? No, not for us. Okay. But um, when we were first married, and uh, we'd been married for a couple years, uh, another couple in our couples class, uh, it was their first Mother's Day, and what he did was by far the greatest <laughs> epic fail in the history of Mother's Day. So, well, we were talking about Mother's Day last week. Uh, uh, Anita Renfro was on the show. Oh, we were, sweet. We were, and she did her new Mother's Day song that she's got. <laughs> It's and we were hilarious. talking about it. And so Rick was saying that he had gotten Donna a food processor for Mother's Day, which, of course, Anita teased him to no end about that. But apparently that's what Donna that's wanted. What she wanted. And she loved it. So, uh, but yeah, I didn't do that. Uh, we got Kathy a uh, gift gift card to Massage Envy for like several massages. Nice. Because she's, she's been pretty tense lately. So she, she really needs that. So that, that was a win for us. So I, I did all right this year. You did great. Yeah. And I'm, I'm afraid to tell you that's not going to get better until after the wedding. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh. no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, we've got that to look forward to. Then after the wedding, of course, it's the, oh my gosh, she's married and moved out, and uh, what are we going to do? We're becoming empty nesters and all that good stuff. We need we need to talk about the, that all that today. Uh, real quick, a couple of birthdays to mention for oh, today. Fun. Comedian, and I say that in quotes, comedian Bob Saget is 61 today. You know, the dad from Full, Full oh, House. Absolutely. Yeah. He did AFV for a while, yeah. That's right. That's he, right. Uh, yeah, I, he was a tormented soul. I'm not, I think he wanted to be a stand-up, but he was more funny in the... The clean kids, family roles, and he he kind of resented that. Yeah, but, uh, mm. it, I don't know. I don't know him personally. Never saw him, but I just heard his stand up was just kind of totally rebellious towards yeah. anything. And all these people were like, "Oh, we loved you on AFE. We loved you on Full House." And they go to the show. They're like, "Why? Why does he keep talking about that using those words?" So yeah, so Bob's Bob sixty one today. Never found him funny, but happy birthday. Uh, Derek Huff from Dancing with the Stars. He's 32 today. You, okay. Do you know Derek? You're watching I, Dancing I, with the Stars. 
I was forced by my wife and daughter to watch <laughs> yeah. Dancing with the Stars. I do know who that is. That yeah. I don't, but don't make that public. Okay, I, I, we won't. We won't tell anybody. <laughs> and then uh, boxer Sugar Ray Leonard is sixty-one today. The sweetness is that he's how old? Sixty-one. Sixty. He and Bob Sack the same age. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was one one impressive dude. That's yeah, it sure. was. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, on this day, back in t- I, I saw this today. Back in two thousand four, on this day, the price of gas. Broke a record topping $2 a gallon. Now, I'm thinking, gosh, it seems like it's been way over $2 a gallon for a lot longer than that. But I guess it was only 13 years ago yeah. that it got that high. What's the lowest you ever remember gas being? Oh, I, I remember, this is crazy, but I remember my mom driving in a Plymouth Valiant when I was probably nine years old. Yeah. And literally going through the cushions of the couch looking for gas because payday was like two days away. Right. And I thought, uh, this is amazing because she would drive around on empty and go, we are running on fumes. We are running on fumes. <laughs> and we would drive around for like two days. And I thought, why don't you just fill it up with fumes? Because these things last forever. <laughs> but she would go through the couch looking for spare change yeah. to go get a gallon of gas. And I remember the lowest I remember was 39 cents. Wow. So, man. yes, I am ancient. And uh, I, I would go to the Crown on Spring Road, which is no longer there, which yeah. is down from the Braves' new stadium. Yeah. And once a year at that stage, this is a total rabbit trail. Once a year, every year, they had the fountain out for this huge, probably seven-foot fountain, the Crown Station. And every year, once a year, some prankster would throw a box of uh, laundry detergent in there, and it would just foam over everywhere. And that's awesome! Wow, yeah, that's that's the gas. That's the gas prices. What a great idea! I need to find a fountain and do that. That sounds like fun. (laughs) Just just throw a bottle of joy in there or something and and see the fun happen. That's funny. And then there's a big wedding coming up this weekend, uh, but we got to go to a break. So we'll tease you with that. That there's a big Big wedding coming up, and I've got how much this wedding is going to cost. Which, thankfully, the wedding that's coming up in my life is not near as much as this one is. And I will tell you the random way this wedding is actually one of the individuals in England at this wedding I am related to. Really? Yes. Should we call you Sir Ken? You don't have to right now, but maybe after the break. (laughs) All right. It is Ken's Day with Ken Kington. Rick Probst is out, but Dan Radcliffe is in. And I'm Ken. And and he's Ken. And I love it. So uh, we'll be right back after this. Thanks for tuning in to Faith Talk Live. This is Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe right here on Faith Talk Atlanta. It is Ken's Day on Faith Talk Live. I'm Dan Ratcliffe and he is... I'm Ken Kington. Yes, you are. The one and only Ken Kington. Hey, I always wanted to say that, but you're a working Dan and Ken's over in the corner. (laughs) Rick's not here. I get to say my name. Yes, Rick is uh, at the doctor's office with uh, one of his kids uh, doing something that apparently uh, the doctor can only see him at 1145. Thank you so much, doctor, for that. Um, And it is, like I said, it is Ken's Day and uh, we're excited that you're here. We're going to talk about... Um, life changes today. Yes. You know, every, lots of people have graduations that's either just happened or that are coming up soon. I've got a wedding that's coming up. I'm not getting married, thankfully, uh, but my daughter's getting married, so we've got that going on. And Abby, bada bing, bada boom, Gant just walked into the <laughs> studio to plug in our camera here. For whatever reason, the camera that usually puts us on Facebook Live just uh, decided to quit right oh, at the wow. beginning of the show. So that's real helpful. Wow. So we're missing the first part on Facebook. But once we, we get hooked back up, of course, you'll be able to watch us on Facebook.com slash Faith Talk Live. You can watch us live 
and uh, and see how beautiful Ken looks today. Oh yes, I got my white shirt on. So is is it back on yet? Is it uh, not yet? No, okay. we gotta see. I'll, uh, Abby, if you can uh, hit the button on top of there, and we'll see if it actually comes on. That would be. Wonderful, but uh, we'll try to get that back on. In the meantime, so, we're talking oh, about uh, weddings. Weddings, There's a yes. big wedding coming up this weekend. Now, a lot of people may not know who this is, but she, they'll probably know her sister. Right. Uh, Pippa Middleton is getting married. Middleton, yes. the sister? The, her sister, sister Kate, Kate, is uh, married, married to Prince to William. Prince William, That's got right. it. So they got a big wedding going on this week. She's getting married to a guy named James Matthews. The estimate of this week's wedding, the cost is Three hundred twenty-two thousand dollars. Wow. Three hundred twenty. Let, let that sink in for a minute. Three hundred twenty-two thousand dollars, which apparently is nothing compared to Kate and William's day, which was uh, said to have cost twenty-five point eight million dollars. <laughs> That's just mind blowing, isn't it? Though that's yes. crazy. So uh, here's the connection I have with it. William is the son of Princess. Uh, Diana. Diana, yeah. who was Diana Spencer, who was a Spencer in the Spencer line. And my great, great grandmother was a Spencer. Wow. So technically, and I don't know how the, how, how wide that family tree gets and how you do that. I'm like a cousin, you know, three times removed or something. We didn't how get does involved that all work in anyway, the, the removing thing. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, it, it's it's just funny. So technically, we are related back there somewhere. So Lady Diana Spencer was a cousin of mine way back, and if you look at my my, my great grandmother and her mm-hmm. great grandmother's, like, dang, they they could be related. So, really? Yeah. Now so that's uh, if, a relation. If you but, ever go to England, you should go to the castle and and say, I "Hey, am William Spencer." Yeah, you should let me in. Yo, cuz. <laughs> So, I know yeah. your mom. Let's have dinner. That's right. All right. So uh, this wedding, some of the, here's some of the breakdown. The catering for the wedding this weekend, $91,000. Wow. More than most people make in a year. Uh, the dress, how much would you think a dress would be? Dress. Oh, I'm horrible on dresses, but something like that. I would go mid-20s, 20000 You see? You know, well, $13,000. So she okay. went cheap, apparently. She, uh, she probably went to Goodwill if it's only 13000 <laughs> Yes. Drinks at this, $23,000, which I would think it's something like that. It might be a little more than that, but yeah. I guess it depends on the how champagne many Champagne or whatever. Yeah. And then the wedding rings, $26,000 for wedding rings. That's amazing. Mine was not that much. No, no, mine wasn't either. <laughs> I scraped up to save for Kathy's wedding ring, which I think was about two hundred and fifty bucks for yeah. for a gold uh, band. So wow! Yeah. And then and you've got a daughter getting married. So does this like put the pressure on you? Going where am I going to find three hundred? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's see, almost the, your entire year's salary. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> In my dreams, yes. Um, no, thankfully, Bethany and and David, uh, the big wedding coming up. Not quite that much. We we kind of set a budget okay, and said, all right, good. don't go over this, which still is uh, a lot. Thankfully, Kathy can work extra shifts, unlike me, and, and can make some money to do this. Um, but, yeah, it's it's coming up. And uh, it's it's causing a little emotional stress in the family. Between who? Uh, well, not necessarily between, but mostly just with me somewhat, you know, because I've got a daughter that's going to be getting married, my first right. one. Uh, but Kathy especially, really, uh, Bless because her heart. because of the transition of you know our first one is going to be moving out and getting married and going away, and on top of that, she just graduated from college, and we have one graduating from high school that's going to go to college. So that's it's a lot of emotional transition in one year. 
Yes, tremendous amount. And then the pressures of that type of a wedding and yes. and just going, wow, it's great. So I'm, I'm just really curious because my daughter's only 13, so I'm going to learn from you. <laughs> uh, did you set the budget and say, hey, here's the budget. This is all we can do. If it's more, you got to do it. If it's less, you keep it. What did you do? We, we didn't ever say specifically that, but we said, this is the budget. We can't afford more. We never said you would have to pay for it. Um, so she's really good at kind of working in with that and she's real, Bethany's real crafty, so she can do a lot of, you know, decorations and stuff on her own. Um, so she, she's been real good about trying to keep it within that. Are they going church, traditional fellowship hall? Are they going, get married to church, go to a reception area? Are they doing, let's go to a farm and do the Nobody does a traditional wedding anymore, apparently. Nobody gets married in churches anymore for whatever reason. So she wanted to do the outdoor thing. And so we looked and looked and looked at all these venues around. By by the way, separate uh, 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 little aside here. We need to go into the in the wedding business, the wedding venue business. <laughs> you just need a field. My, yes. Maybe a barn or a <laughs> or pavilion. Some, or some parking. Yes. Oh, my gosh. These people make a lot of money. Yes. It's crazy. So yes. we, we finally found one that wasn't a bajillion dollars, and uh, it has, I guess you could call it a barn. It's a pavilion with barn doors on the side of it. Okay. Which, which will work. And so they're getting married in that, and then there's a, an indoor place to have the reception there. On site, so everything takes place on the same thing. Okay. So you don't have to go from place to place. What is the what is the least expensive, most expensive? As you've looked at that, because there's listeners going, I got to take notes on this. Mm, yeah, um, probably the least expensive would be this one. Which, <laughs> trying to think of what the actual base price was, it was probably about eight thousand dollars. And, just and to use the place to to use the place and they provide and they they do all the catering oh and they do the do, catering do, for they that they give you a photographer and everything so it, oh, okay. it included a lot of stuff now I can um, dig that now as she looked around some of the more expensive ones were upwards of twenty five thousand dollars just to get the place not that doesn't include the food and everything else so wow it it depends on where you go so it's it's crazy. That is crazy. So start saving your money now. Well, I am, and it, it and this is back 20 years ago, but my father-in-law on two occasions pulled me aside and he said, 10 grand right now if you'll elope. Take wow. her, run away, and I will give you 10 grand right now. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I one, I don't want my wife to regret that the rest of her life, and yeah. two, I don't want my mother-in-law to hate me the rest of my <laughs> life. So no, I, yeah. I I can't do it. He's like, come on, me and you, here it is. Go, just do it. That was That's funny. So yeah, but he knew. He yeah. knew that that was, that was going to be a big deal. And the funny thing is, is both uh, David and Bethany probably would be okay just just eloping and, and kind of doing something on their own or just you know doing a getaway vacation type wedding on the beach or something. Um, but I know Bethany, as she was growing up, she always had dreams of, of, a, of a big wedding with everybody there and the big dress and everything. And That's I, awesome. You know, I, she may she may disagree with me, but I think she would uh, she would um, regret it if she yeah. didn't have this this type. Yeah, of because that, I mean that's one of life's biggest celebrations, right? And I mean, it, Abby's agreeing over here. She's saying yes of yes. biblical proportion. Yeah. I mean, Jesus uses that as a a literal um, illustration of heaven. Right. Like this is the wedding feast, and I'm bringing everybody, and this is going to be just epic. And yeah. Yeah, and Jesus' first miracle at a wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they couldn't afford uh, enough wine, so he's just like, I- "I'll pitch in. I'll bring I'll some champagne. It. I'll make it. I'll be, make it on the it'd spot." Be great if Jesus could come to our wedding, <laughs> just <laughs> provide some food, maybe provide, a little wine. Hey, you know, that chicken they're running out. Let yeah. me just break that in half and make some more. That would be great. That would be great. But yeah, I mean, it's it's really celebration, and I, 
You know, I I don't think we 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 get so busy sometimes we miss the real celebration of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I, I don't know with with graduation, man. This is this is a milestone. This you've got great. a graduation coming up right. too. Graduation's coming up, but weddings especially, mm-hmm. man. Just I, my only advice is one that that we kind of took, and I would encourage those, especially parents. And I've seen parents do this. Work it, work their tails off, getting mm-hmm. it ready, doing whatever, setting the budget, getting there. But man, on that day, just have fun, yeah. celebrate, yeah. celebrate your your hair off, just go <laughs> I've crazy. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled it out. Now celebrate the rest of it off. Yeah, exactly. But, man, it's just it's so cool. And we we had some great friends out in Phoenix. They're just like, hey, we're having this. And we ended up the day before we flew in and we went and we actually helped them set up for the reception area. Mm-hmm. And they had done some lights because they had a budget and they're like, we want to make this special, but here's what we're going to do. And one of their friends did this and they just kind of pulled it all together. It looked incredible. And we mm-hmm. loved helping out with mm-hmm. it. But man, on the day is like party with me. Right. To right. Come rejoice with me. And I, I think that. I don't know. I don't know if it was back in the 80s or whatever where churches just were kind of down on parties and celebrations mm-hmm. and that's evil. And it's like, <laughs> no, God thought of this. Yeah. And he's like, man, remember these days. Literally celebrate so hard you'll never forget it. Yeah. Uh, that's and such great at, those, at those points, that's it. So, yeah, leading up to it, um, I've got a pressure washer and a lawnmower and a weed eater. You tell me how I can help. <laughs> And I, I use will, that pressure washer, by the way. We will mow a, a, an aisle in the middle of the field to the <laughs> barn, whatever we need. But, man, that's it. But, you know, on the other side of that, there's there's these these small celebrations. And I believe in our society we're, we're celebrating the wrong items and we're missing the right items that hmm. we should be celebrating. I think it comes from not having shame where shame should be and... And and because of that we've just let it become average. So mm-hmm. uh, I'd love to I'd love to take a look at that. I know we're we're running into yeah. a hard break, but let's take a look at that coming out. There's there's one phrase I learned right before we had our first child on celebrating and doing it right mm. and correcting and doing that right. That it's this one phrase you'll never forget it, and it will make you a better parent instantly. And I'll do that after the okay. break. Awesome. Such great advice because I've DJed weddings and I've seen people who don't celebrate <laughs> and they're running around all stressed all day and they and they miss out on the fun they of miss it. it. Yeah. All don't right. miss it. This is Faith Talk Live. I'm Dan Ratcliffe and with King Kington. We'll be right back. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe. Well, actually, you're listening to Faith Talk Live with Dan Ratcliffe and Ken Kington. Ken Kington, Ken's Day. It is Ken's Day. Rick Probst is out today, but Ken Kington is in, thankfully. Yay. You make the show so easy and so fun. Oh, yay. Yes. Ken's Day is always Can we bottle a lot of that fun. and give it to my wife. <laughs> he makes things easy. Yes, Heather, he makes things easy. You heard it from me right here. You can't see it on Facebook because our uh, camera is messing up, but we're trying to get it fixed as okay. we speak so you can see our beautiful mugs on. We look uh, better on radio anyway. <laughs> I have a face for radio, definitely. That's why I'm in radio. Uh, real quick, got to let you know uh, Grace to You, John MacArthur has a new book called None Other Discovering the God of the Bible, and you can get it absolutely free. Where? You can get it absolutely free just by going to our website, faithtalkatlanta.com. Click on the banner at the top. Uh, it's for a limited time, but uh, it's a brand new book that he's got out. He's also got a sermon series that goes with it and everything, but he's given the book away. Just go to faithtalkatlanta.com to get more info. Really? Tomorrow, we're going to be broadcasting live from the Women in Ministry event at the uh, Atlanta Marriott in Alpharetta with special guest speaker Nancy DeMoss 
Wolgamuth from Revive Our Wolgamuth. Hearts. Yeah. Yeah. You know her? You, I've you know? I've met her and and John MacArthur, his nephew's actually a good friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look Aaron Williams, the the one and only Aaron Williams. The one and only, yes, yes. exactly. Meteorologist Aaron Williams. Also, in... apparently, IT repairman, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yes, my you job. are. Yes. And we appreciate you. Exactly. Thank you. So yes. what's the weather and what's wrong with my computer? <laughs> exactly. Well, the weather's going to be sunny and beautiful for today. However, the However... computer is all messed up. <laughs> I'm, gonna have to, I'm just going to just restart it. That's okay, how that, everything works. Just throw it out the window. That's what I normally there do. Go. There you there go. You. That usually works. Anyway, uh, tomorrow, going to be there broadcasting <laughs> live with Nancy DeMoss Wolgamuth. We'll talk with her and, uh, and hear all the women clucking in the background. As, as we have women in ministry. That's a lot of fun. We're there every year, and Rick and I feel very out of place because we're one of the few guys that are actually there. Imagine doing those type of events. I've actually performed. Usually once a year I'll perform at a at a women's event, yeah. women of faith, right. women of ministry, and I'm the only man in the building. And, and how is that? It's it's impossible to go to the bathroom. <laughs> they literally convert every bathroom in the place to a women's room. That's and I, I I learned the first year you go before you get to the event because okay. there are no men's rooms. They don't let you but in that's, there. Huh? That's it. But yeah, now is she still um, she's still out of Florida? Uh, yes, I think okay. so. Yeah, very yeah. cool. So yes, yeah, she will be here tomorrow. So we're excited about that. That's going to be fun. Uh, and then Friday we're going to be talking to the uh, producers of a new movie called The Champion, produced by some guys at First Baptist Church Woodstock. Okay, and uh, they're, so they're going to be coming in studio and uh, talking about that movie and uh, and why they made that. Now, before we uh, had the break, you were talking about advice that you got. Uh, oh, yeah. About about parenting, and as as we yes. were talking about weddings and and big life changes and and things like that. So this advice that you got, what was that? Okay, so uh, my wife and I were expecting our first, and they there was a, we were part of this little church plant, and this really cool really cool opportunity for parenting came up, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, we're gonna do this weekend deal or whatever, and we were just sponges. We're like, okay, we we don't we want to somehow make sure we don't make the typical mistakes before they happen. And uh, so Bob Barnes, this is not mine, it's Bob Barnes. Mm-hmm. But Bob Barnes was doing this talk, and he, he shared this one concept that was incredible. He says, now when you discipline, you need to be very direct and very specific and very simple and emotionless and just just Emotionless, yeah. really. Em- as emotionless as possible. Hmm. And he says, but when your kids do something right, don't just say, hey, way to go, but man, just go overboard. And the phrase he used, I've never forgotten it. It was 20 years ago. 20 years, he goes, hey, when you have kids, discipline like a German, celebrate like an Italian. (laughs) And it's like, all right, then. That sounds great. And he unpacked it and said, hey, when you do something wrong, just deadpan, just as little emotion as possible and just go, hey, what was wrong? Why was it wrong? Here's the punishment. Let's do this. Let's get it over with. Okay, let's move on. And when you celebrate, and he used a great example, and I've actually stole the idea. He says, when when you have a child that does something extra right, mm-hmm. um, stands up and, and, and admits to something or goes the extra mile or whatever, just go overboard. Mm. And uh, we've, had, we've had a couple of situations like that where with Doc, our, our foster son, he... He had just really worked hard, which right. is amazing to go through what he's been through, and he made straight A's. <laughs> and nobody had ever really just, they had said, hey, way to go, straight A's or whatever. I'm like, dude, you don't understand. You're a kingdom now. When, when, we, when you do that, that's big. Wow. And I'm like, what is your favorite milkshake ever? 
And no, no lie, he's like, I like Hardee's. And I'm like, I don't even know where a Hardee's is. But get in the car now. We're going to Hardee's. And we map quested it and we got to a Hardee's and we get in there. And and I, I don't know if I embarrassed him or not, but this this kid who could not care less came around, hey, welcome to Hardee's. Can I take your orders in the middle of the day? I'm like, I said, what, Jed? Jed, here's the deal. This is Doc. He just got straight A's. Is that unbelievable or what? And this kid's like, uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Did you want something? I'm like, Wean it. What is your favorite meal? I want a chocolate. What is the largest chocolate milkshake you've got? The biggest chocolate milkshake you can possibly make? He says, Well, the biggest one we got is this. And I'm like, How about that big cup of, well, we can't make that. What if I paid you personally $5 more just to <laughs> wow. get that big cup full of chocolate milkshake and he's like uh i get okay i guess and <laughs> and so i mean he just has this huge and it's it's celebrate just wow. go over the top man and make it memorable and i think we get so milk toast in our society <laughs> of giving awards where they're not deserved you know yeah. a, a team finishes oh and ten everybody gets a trophy right, and it's like right. why yeah because there's something within us when i was 10 years old i remember it was the first team I ever played on that actually did well, mm-hmm. and we won the little minor league, little league baseball thing we were in. And, and I remember we got trophies mm-hmm. for winning. Right, right. And I, that is the only trophy I've ever kept <laughs> was that trophy because it meant something. The other ones don't mean anything. They because don't mean You just got anything. it just because. Yeah. And literally... It's exciting for a second, and then they throw it aside because they know right. it's meaningless. So yeah. celebrating that which is meaningful, and and God does it all through Scripture. He's like, "Hey, you just came through. You just came through the river. I just brought you through the river. Get twelve stones, one for every tribe. Put right. them together. Never forget this. Let's and celebrate it every year. Yeah, and do it every year. Yeah. And so when we have a, a celebration, man, celebrate big. Mm-hmm. Go big. When you're, when you're celebrating. And, and go Italian. Go Italian. <laughs> go big. And and, and even last night, um, Kennedy wrote this little play. She's all excited. We ran lines. And she performs that. And was it perfect? No. Well, it was perfect in one way. And every parent that's listening is going to vouch for this. Mm-hmm. It was a one-act play, and the whole play was over in 36 minutes. Praise and God for that. I, oh. I gave a standing ovation at the end just because we got to leave. But it's it's like, okay, this what, what do you love? She loves Panda Express. We are yeah. going to Panda Express. Really? Yes, we're going to Panda Express. Mm-hmm. And you're getting whatever you want because this was awesome. And just, man, celebrating those little pieces are yeah. big. Now, what, what kind of difference did that make to Doc and uh, to Kennedy to, to, to see you celebrate like that? Oh, they're just like, okay, this this is important. This yeah. is something. Yeah. Doing that which takes time and effort and commitment and energy is meaningful. Mm. So now they're looking for the next one of, okay, when you get in the mundane and the just the grueling part of whatever, right. there's something that hits us psychologically going, okay, this is worth it because in the long run, we're going to get to celebrate. Once we finish this, we're going to get to celebrate. It's Ken's Day with Ken Kington and Dan Ratcliffe. Now you've got another celebration coming up because Cody's graduating from high school. You said he's done already. I guess he's taking his last final? or Took his last final yesterday. He's working and he's uh, he's graduating. And I, I, I share this off air, but it's really funny. I was with uh, Parish Construction yesterday at a corporate event. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the president gets up to introduce me and he goes, you know, Ken's in town because his son is... 
He's uh, he's either getting married. I think he's getting <laughs> married. And I was like, okay. And then he literally said, don't correct me. And so when I got up, I said, okay, uh, it's great to be here. And I'm not going to correct you. But I do need to make a phone call and tell my son he's not graduating. He's getting married <laughs> this weekend. That's news to Cody. So uh, <laughs> keep an eye out really quick for who the lucky girl is going to be. So, But no, he's he's graduating and, uh, you know, the high school bit, that's big, but you had one graduate from college. Right, that's right. huge. But even when they get that first job mm-hmm. or whatnot, uh, Graham, my, my oldest, is in uh, at Young Harris, and he got a job waiting tables. And, man, to celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so proud. My brother and mom went up to visit. They were up there doing something else, and they said, we're going by. And, I mean, they, they leave them a $100 tip, you know, just wow. like way to go, yeah. way to get a job. Man. And and just just those little pieces of validation going, this, this is worth celebrating. Right. You know what? Going 0 and 10 and getting a trophy, I, eh, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. And there's something about having fun, just have fun, but we don't need to glorify that, which is just average. Hmm. But man, when they do something, get a job, when they, when they graduate, when they step up, whatever it is, yeah, celebrate that. Wow. Celebrate it big. Go somewhere yeah. nice. Make a big deal out of it. A hundred dollar tip. Now tell Cody, yeah. <laughs> if I go to Huey Louie's, tell him not to expect a hundred dollar tip from Dan Ratcliffe. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. But you know what? The cool part is, is that when they have people who are on the, the edge of their life, they know who you are, mm-hmm. but then when you come in and you ask for him to sit right. at his table, that is a validation and a celebration in of itself yeah. going, well, wait a minute. I, well, then I need to, I need to really make sure I do this right and do it well, validating the good. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and you can, you can, you can go overboard and just go, okay, yeah. this was awesome. This was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I did that the other day. Um, I was on tour with a buddy of mine, uh, went to Smoothie King to get my smoothie and this guy was the only guy working. Obviously, somebody had not showed up. Oh, man. And he's got three cars in the drive-thru and five people in there. And he just kept his cool. And you can see a couple times, gather himself, do as much as he can. I'm going to do this. And he got through it just just plowing through it. Right. And right. We, we probably had to wait three, four times longer than we normally would have waited. And he kind of came, not defeated, but just like, hey, I got your, I got your smoothies for you. Sorry about the wait. And I just said, dude, that was amazing. And he was like, what? And I was like, you got hung out to dry here. Mm. And you are keeping it together and making it happen. And wow. I just dropped a five on the, the counter. He's like, wow, thanks. Like, <laughs> he's expecting to get berated. But yeah. I'm like, dude, what you're learning today is going to carry you far. Man. When the world just dumps on you. Wow. And you keep it together and keep going. Do that. So to to look for those moments, man, we can make an indelible mark on yeah. people. I love having you in because you are so full of good stuff. <laughs> love it. Yes, yeah, Ken's day with Ken Kington, and we'll talk more about celebrations and yeah. celebrating. And we got to find out that epic oh, the fail epic from Mother's Day. Mother's Day fail. <laughs> it is so worth it. So we'll have that coming up in just a minute after the break. It's Faith Talk Live with Dan Ratcliffe. We'll be right back. Right here from our 7th floor studio in Buckhead, this is Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. It is King's Day on Faith Talk Live. Rick Probst is out, but Dan Radcliffe is in and Ken Kington is here. 
You looking at yourself in the uh, camera over there? <laughs> I am. It's all got a five-second delay. So yeah, it's, just, it's a little bit it's of a delay. Funny. <laughs> so what you're seeing on Facebook.com slash Faith Talk Live right now actually happened a few seconds ago. Five so seconds we're in ago. the future. We are in the future. We've time traveled. I love that. Isn't that amazing? That is fun. <laughs> yes, it is Faith Talk Live. Hey, coming up tomorrow again, we're going to have, uh, we'll be broadcasting live from uh, the Women in Ministry event at the Atlanta Marriott in Alpharetta. Why don't they just call it the Alpharetta Marriott? <laughs> I don't get that. That's a great question. But uh, anyway. The Atlanta uh, Braves in Cobb County. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the Cobb County Braves. Uh, with special guest speaker Nancy demoss Wolgamuth from Revive Our Hearts. Friday, we're talking to the producers of The Champion, a new movie that uh, is coming out, produced by guys at First Baptist Church Woodstock. And then Monday, some friends of yours, Kay Dodd yeah. and Lisa Mills, coming oh, in. Oh, my word. Man, don't that'll make them Monday. That'll, that'll make, make your Monday. Monday. Very fun. Definitely. They are hilarious. All right, so let's get right back into it because I want to know this epic Mother's Day fail <laughs> that you teased a little while ago that uh, that happened a, a while back. Now, was this a failure of yours or somebody else's? No, fortunately it was somebody else. And now i, I got to give a quick setup. There, a mentor of mine told me years ago, and I shared this a few weeks ago, there's three types of people, smart people, stupid people, wise people. Mm-hmm. Um Stupid people make mistakes, and they just keep making the same mistakes. Uh, and I would even take it a step deeper and just go that stupid people, they never deal with the hard issue of motives and getting their mm-hmm. motives right. Smart people make mistakes, and because their heart's right, they're like, man, that's a mistake, and they and they can move forward. Right. And wise people watch the smart, stupid people, and they, they get their heart right and go, man, I don't want to make those mistakes, but I want to do right. So mm-hmm. we're in this class. And several of the uh, the couples were expecting their first children, mm-hmm. and so the <laughs> so the leader said, "So, what are you guys doing for Mother's Day this year? Since several of them are going to be first time mothers, they right. were expecting. Well, Mother's Day was a few weeks away, and uh, one one guy this this was the fail, but not the epic. He goes, <laughs> well." She's not a mother yet. And oh, it's like, no. Oh. No, he didn't say so that. So I'm sitting there going, <laughs> wow, okay. So this, <laughs> so the next year they have babies. And this, this one guy, they're like, so what are you doing for Mother's Day? And he says, well, my mom lives out of town. And she says, well, what are you doing for me? And he literally said... <laughs> You're not my mother. Oh <laughs> like, no, he didn't. Oh, dude, oh, man, dude. Are they still married today? <laughs> uh, I, I I think she's a widow. I think she <laughs> yeah. killed him and in his sleep. But it's like, oh, dude, that that you, you're just you're you're wow. looking in the wrong direction there. But yeah. the the thing we we really are afraid of failure and the the concept of man, if your heart's right. Mm-hmm. That is where we really got to live. You're talking about planning for a wedding, right, and there's right. so many details. Mm-hmm. I try to encourage when I when I do. I don't do a ton of it. When I do some premarital counseling, I'm like, okay, how's the wedding plans going? They're like, good. I'm like, okay, what has to happen between now and the wedding? And they give me this long, long list, and I let them give it to me. Right, and then I'm like, you're wrong. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm like, all of that's important and great, but all that has to happen is you show up and he shows up and somebody that can sign a marriage license shows up. Yeah. That's all that has to happen. Everything else great, but do all you can and then let it go. Mm-hmm. Cause I promise you this, something's going to happen in that last 24 hours and it's going to yep. go wrong. Yeah. And, and just think, okay, is he here? Am I here? Okay, we're good because yeah. we can still get married. And you know what? That point of imperfection is going to be the part that you're going to look at and either go, that was hilarious or, 
unforgettable or do you remember that? And it's okay because I have found, and a a friend of mine who is a pastor up in Detroit, multi-campus site, everybody's like, man, what, why, what is your success? Well, he asked all the people that had come that were not believers, why do you come? And they said, because you stink. And they're like, he's like, what? It's like, no, no, no. You're a great speaker and you're a great pastor. But every week you talk about some area of your life where you stink. And he used a more harsh word than that from the pulpit. And he said it was just this contagious. People are like, yes, wow, I stink too. And it's that I stink moment. And then partner that with a lesson that I've learned in the, in the corporate world where they're like, you know what? You can either view failure as final or as feedback. Mm. And those who are really great are just like, man, yeah, that didn't go well. What can I learn? How do I get better? Right. And when we've got the right heart, and I would just encourage you, just encourage that with Kathy. Go, Kathy, you need to vet as much as you want. Mm -hmm. But you need to understand it's okay to tell people. You don't have to barf all the details just going, you know what? I got a wedding. Mm-hmm. And I'm overwhelmed on a number of levels. We're mm-hmm. dealing with empty nesting, and I'm pretty sure we're not going to get all the details done. Mm-hmm. And that's freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> and if yeah. you if you have the freedom to tell people that, I guarantee you 99% of the people are going, I, I adore you. You're yeah. my hero because mm-hmm. you're willing to admit that. And then the second step to go, okay, Lord, I'm overwhelmed. You say, when I don't know what to to do, turn my eyes on you. So, mm-hmm. Lord, here's my list. There's no way I can get it all done. Help. Yeah. Just help. And, man, God is never more real than those moments. Mm-hmm. So overwhelm should be a trigger for us to go, hey, let me be an example of a futility. And, and let me turn to God and let him do something miraculous. Mm-hmm. And when he gets all the details done, it it really does work out. So I, I, I'm excited for for you guys, but there is that moment. I've got a wife. I know there's, and she's going through something very similar with, with her job teaching. And it's like, okay, Mm. you know what? It's okay to be overwhelmed, but man, don't freak out about that, which isn't happening yet. Yeah. You know, let it, let it play out. Why is it that we feel like we have to show the world that we're perfect? I mean, we do that every, every Sunday in church, people say, Hey, you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. And we're not, we're, We've got things that are falling apart in our family or our job or, or whatever, but we don't want to share it. We want to portray to the world that we've got it all together. Why is that, and how do we get away from that? Well, I, I think that's the uh, the Pharisee front. Mm. I think that if it's if it's truth, the truth will set you free, mm. and we've we've replaced that with the facade will set you free. Wow. We want to look like we've got it all together. Mm. And and people would would say that to uh, I never responded this way, but uh, people would say, "Gosh, you know, you guys are so lucky. Your family's so great. I wish I was you." And right. Heather would be like, "No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. What what you're seeing is not reality." Hmm. And I think our culture says, "Hey, you've got to have it perfectly together." And she's just like, "We do not." Wow. And we struggle, and we're fr- and she'll give examples where I'm like, "Okay, don't give too deep." There. Just, <laughs> keep some of the dirt to ourselves but no no uh, don't share that story not that one <laughs> but uh we are we are very free and very quick to go you know what we're man when you lose that uh very 22nd experience came back from Haiti the a third world and i realized coming back i'm like lord they have something i want and mm. i can't put my finger on it cuz they have nothing right and god really hit me they've two nothings they have nothing to lose 
and nothing to hide. Wow. And man, if you can live in our culture with mm. nothing to hide and nothing to lose, just going, man, the most precious piece I have, if it's gone today, I'm okay. Wow. And I've got nothing to hide. You want to see my dirt? You ask me anything. I'll tell you my dirt. Mm. It, it is freeing at a level that people envy. And that's where Christ wants us to live. Good, good stuff. Ken Kington, Ken's Day. And we didn't even get to what I'm going to get to, so we're going <laughs> to... We're gonna go, we'll, we'll do a little quick Facebook Live video to, to do that because we've got to run out of time on the show. Thank you so much. It's Faith Talk Live. We'll be back tomorrow live from Women in Ministry. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.